Oh, Stewardess, I speak jive. Oh, good. He said that he's in great pain and he wants to know if you can help him. All right. Would you tell him to just relax and I'll be back as soon as I can with some medicine? Just hang loose, blood. She's gonna catch up on the rebound on the med side. What it is, big mama? My mama raised no dummies. I duck her rap. Cut me some slack, Jack. It's it's a cutting cutting say cutting me, say me, say me, say me, say Chomp don't wanna help, chomp don't get the help. Say can't hang, say seven up. Jive ass dude don't got no brains in him. Listen, living. Listening to Synchronon. Sick and Ron. Yes, you listen to Synchronon. The Sick and Ron, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Ron, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, E. Simon. I'm Harrison. What's cracking there, Harrison? Oh, man. Not too much. Did you have a good weekend? What did you, you get up to? I haven't seen you in like a fucking week. I know. Yeah, but working on stuff. On. I, I went to I went to um, uh, exorcism seminar. What are you in learning our, to be in, an exorcist? In Orange County. No, no, just as, just for shits and giggles, you know. Just a wait. So is this a seminar by an exorcist teaching people to be exorcists, yes. or doing a demonstration exorcism in front of them? Both. Did you Both. go to Bob Larson? Bob Larson. Yeah. Oh, wait, I've been to that. Yeah. Actually, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. Might be mistaken, but I believe we did a whole. I intro. guess there, there should be that many of them. Yeah, you know no, I mean? that, there aren't that many. Well, yeah. there are other exorcists. Right, I know yeah. on the on this show we had yeah. a guy who on like a Halloween show like mm. six years ago, and he's like a I think he's a Mexican guy that goes out into the fucking barrio and he does mm. exorcisms. Okay. That dude seemed more legitimate to me than Bob Larson. Yeah, who's like Mister Anti Heavy Metal. Yeah, but I'm also anti Satan. Mm. Although, uh, did you ever see? He's anti-heavy metal, but he probably knows more about heavy metal than, like, you. Dude, you that, know? that guy will go and interview the dudes from, like, fucking uh, Autopsy yeah. or, um, or uh, like, Crowbar or whatever. He'll go sit mm. down and, like, interview these guys. Yeah. You know, or, like, Borknagar or something and just, like, ask him all these questions. You're just like, how do you even know these bands? Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you know them, Bob Larson? That yeah. makes no sense. He obituary. Like, he had a really funny uh, interview with the guys from Obituary. He used to have a Christian rock band. I think he's just like a failed musician who got bitter and then just. You know, he's just trying atta- to. Yeah, yeah. He still wants to hang out with the rock stars, but yeah. he's doing it in like kind of a. He, he likes to neg rock star. He's a yeah, negger. He's he a negs negger. people. Yeah. He negs. Neg-nog. I said negger. Okay, people. Come on. Come on. Um, but the funny thing about Bob Larson, though, did you ever see that. So he was trying to pitch this like exorcism show to be on like the O network or Discovery Channel or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the way he was going to do it is his three daughters yeah. were going to go out and be exorcists. Did you ever see that? I have not seen it. Is there a pilot They're, of it or something? Dude, they were so hot. All three of them. Oh, shit. Yeah. And they were like, gonna, he's going to send out the three, like his angels yeah. going in and exercising. Never got picked up. Because he had books selling. He was, one of the books he was selling was written by his daughter about like the supernatural or something. Yeah, go do a do a search for uh, yeah. Bob Larson's daughters, and it's huh. like the three exorcist daughters. Yeah, and uh, you look at him, you're like, God, all three of you are actually pretty decent, right? Looking, which is surprising considering Bob Larson's penis is where you came from, right? Yeah. Um, 
But so is it the same kind of deal? Like when I went, it was at a hotel. Yeah. You had to sign up for Or actually, it was free. A, a it was Marriott free. Marriott in Irvine. Yeah, it was It was free. a Marriott yeah. at, uh, near LAX is mm-hmm. where I went. Mm. And it was free. Like you go there and you sit down. And basically what they're trying to do is he's just trying to shill his fucking books. Or his, my favorite was the, the silver exorcism cross. The crucifix that you could buy for like $25. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It looked like it was made out of plastic, actually. It, <laughs> it did, looked yeah. plastic, yeah. I think it was, yeah. I think they were trying to say it was like, no, it's his, uh, a silver cross. But it's like, no, okay, no, that is a plastic like decoration you got from like a fucking dollar store. Right, for fuck's sake, you know. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good looking, aren't they? They are actually, yeah. Yeah, all three of them. I mean, they're not really my style, but... Um... You wouldn't let them exercise your dick? Maybe. <laughs> Only, like, if they weren't exorcists, probably not. I probably would not pursue them if they oh, weren't okay, exorcists. Okay, yeah, all right. But because they're exorcists, yes, I would. It's just like, all right. Yeah, yeah. Might as well. Uh-huh. Um, but th- so when I was there, his whole thing was he, like, kind of comes out and explains what the the exorcism tools and what he does. And then break time, I'm going to try to sell you all my fucking books. Mm. And then we come back. This is Bob Larson in action. Yeah. And he like goes around the room trying to be like, who should I exercise? Who should I exercise? And then like me and my friends that were standing there, my friends were all like, me, 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 pick me, pick Mm -hmm. me, Bob. He just kind of looks over. He's like saying a couple prayers Mm -hmm. and like with his, with his, like using his fucking Bibles, like a defining Mm -hmm. rod. And then he goes up to the scariest looking dude in the place Mm -hmm. who kind of looked like um, Bruce Willis and the third Die Hard movie. Okay, sure. Like he was all like cut up and fucked up looking and just like, yeah, like it looked like he'd been injured and they bring him up on stage and this dude made like a fucking show. It was like yeah. a production. He was like screaming about Satan, speaking yeah. in tongues. Bob had his, his uh, like helpers holding him back. Yeah, no, this is a woman and it's like she was possessed by a Jezebel and by Beelzebub <laughs> and by something called a Regan or Bregan or something and then like, you know, uh, he did like an interrogation yeah, of her. They, he did the same thing. Like, Tell me what other spirits are inside of you and, and like <laughs> and like how far does it go back? And apparently the her bloodline is cursed and it goes back to witchcraft that was done on a hillside in England by druids, you know, centuries ago <laughs> or something. I think so. they tracked this guy was like some kind of German mm. barbarian or something. Right, yeah. And then that's how Satan ended up like infiltrating his ancestors and went yeah. generation to generation to him and that's why he can't get a job. Bloodline curses, yeah. But it seemed like real easy to do that. You know, he's just like, you have to tell me everything. I will hit you with my sword of the spirit. <laughs> and then he just like steps on her foot and she's like, ah, you know. It's, did, it, did, the gr- did the woman seem like a plant to you? Yeah, she she had a kind of a community theater vibe about her. That's um, kind of where that's sort of where I was going with this with this guy because there was another he, woman there that they did a mini exorcism on who clearly wasn't a plant. She oh. was just insane because she was because the first like half an hour is just him answering random questions, random questions, anybody who, and they were all insane because everyone there was really poor and really stupid. Yeah. Half the crowd was Mexican when I was there. There weren't that many Mexicans, but it was, everyone was fucking crazy as fuck, you know, (laughs) like, and, and just dumb. And there was like a woman, you know, when you see a woman with like a rotundo and you can't tell if the rotundo is like her son or her boyfriend. Ooh, wow. So it was like an older rotundo. You couldn't really tell because he had that whole Neanderthal thing going on. Yeah, that Cro-Magnon face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I couldn't really tell and it was kind of like, eesh. 
God. Yeah. For a while, I thought he was the plant because his head was down. And I thought at one point he'd just like rise up and be like, Los colores que le metendo. Oh, you know. I thought, I thought that's what was, you know. I really had my money on him as being the plant. So wait, but. did Bob Larson kind of go over there and say a couple cursory prayers and like, okay, let's go on to the main guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, I saw And him. then the woman left and she left. And know. she left after that? Yeah, yeah. Because they were asking questions. Nobody there who was asking questions could form a fucking cohesive thought. They're just like, well, but my husband and I, 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 well, I didn't sit. I mean, I'm perfect. My husband's perfect, but he was, his dad was in the mafia and our horrible things, horrible things. What I want to know is, and he kind of talks down to them because he's like not an idiot, Bob Larson, you know? No, Bob Larson's a smart guy. He's actually kind of just yeah. making fun of these people, you know? Like fucking Groucho Marx on I, You Bet Your Life or something, you know? Yeah, I would like to say he's trolling them yeah. for Jesus. Yeah. You know, he's trolling them for Jesus. But I mean, I think Bob Larson really does believe that he's an exorcist. Yeah. And that he's helping these people out. As a, at the same time, he's completely exploiting them and their fears, and, uh, mm. and it's just taking their money. The, you know, the people I was with, um, we sat through like two hours of bullshit of like him talking about fa family dynamics. Big part of it was like, you got to fuck your wife. He didn't say that, but he's basically <laughs> saying, when you're married, you got to fuck your wife, you know? And just sat through this. And then it was like the woman sitting in front of us who started going, ah, and they went around her. And my friends just like left. Your friends left? Why? Yeah. Were they just they didn't want to be nervous on, on camera? They didn't want to be on camera. Oh come on! Yeah. See, I was there with a bunch and I don't of Jews. Give a shit, you know what I mean? Like I don't like they just didn't want to be on camera. I think. Yeah. You know? <sighs> I was there. Do you ever meet Lenore's friend Julian? No. He's done some cool movies. He yeah. did uh, the Devil and Daniel Johnston. I know, I know who he is. Yeah. I forget the other movies yeah, he yeah. did, but he's done some good movies. Right. I'm supposed to have him on the show, actually. Yeah. I went with him, his dad, and a bunch of other Jewish people. And yeah. They're all like, all the Jews are like, "This is entertaining. Like, mm. I want to go up there." But Bob mm. Larson just avoided that entire section. Yeah. I think what he does is he looks out and he's like, "There's some young hipster people that are probably taking this ironically." Yeah. Sure. I'm going to avoid that section, right. and I'm just going to go after the the poor's. Right. You know, yeah. the uneducated poor people. It was bleak, man. It was pretty. Bleak. So how did it? How did it end? It was like that's what I thought was was funny. How succinctly right. he wrapped it up within the time frame that was yeah. allotted for the seminar. Right. It's like he finally like the guy was on the ground fighting with everybody. He exercised a demon, and mm. the guy's like, "Oh yeah, everything's normal." Yep. I'll buy your book. Right. <laughs> he like buys yeah. his book, and he's just like. Though he admitted talking to the woman, he's mm -hmm. like, "I've talked to this woman before this started." You know. <laughs> Um, wait, so wait, he said that he knew? He said that she contacted him before the seminar and was like, I need your help. You know, that's what she said. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. So maybe maybe people have been accusing him. Because this guy, mm -hmm. he made it sound like he had mm -hmm. never seen this person no, before. No, he didn't do that. He didn't pull out like a the rando fucking, from the audience. You know, spiritual revival tent healing thing. He didn't do that thing. Where it's like, <laughs> See, I've that, never seen, ladies and gentlemen, mm -hmm. I've never seen this man before in my life. That's what I want to go to. I want to go to Benny Hinn. We should do that. You know that guy, Benny, not no. Hill, Benny Hinn. No. He's, um, I know you've seen him on TV late night. Been probably too fucked up to remember, but this dude's Indian, I think, or Pakistani uh, or something. Never always, heard of him. Always wears a white, <clears throat> like a full-on white suit. Yeah. And he just brings people out of the audience and just heals you. Okay. If he, he does that whole thing with this like mm. palm on your forehead and the people fall down then all of a sudden like they get up like, I can walk now. Yeah. And he'll do it in stadiums. Hmm. And he'll heal whole sections of the crowd, like swaths of the crowd. He'll yeah. just heal everybody. Hmm. I want to experience that. Okay. Would you go up on stage for that? Yeah. Uh, we should talk. I'm going to look. You never you know. know. You might we actually should do, heal yeah, you. we should do like a hmm. uh, fucking sick and wrong going undercover. Yeah. 
sick and wrong undercover agent. Yeah. So did you get a cross? Did you buy one of the plastic crosses? No. Now, how are you going to exercise anything then? I left then? before it was over because it was yeah. like, by that, after the exorcism, my friends had already left because they left as soon as the good part started. I was like, yeah, you guys yeah, are yeah. fucking nuts. So that's the whole reason to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are crazy. You want them to fucking see the yeah. theatrics. That's why you go. They didn't want to be on the, on the bizarre. video. Yeah. So We stayed Some after. Some people have a reputation to think of, D. You know? I suppose. Yeah. Whatever. I don't. The, I mean, the uh, you can see the video of the exorcism I was at on YouTube. Mm. I'm not. Mm. I don't think I'm in it. But we stayed after just to get a picture of him. I went mm. up to Bob Larson. I was just like, "Hey, Bob, you know, I do this podcast. We mm. get like hundreds of thousands of listeners every mm. week, and I'd mm. love to have you on the show." Mm. And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm really interested." Gave me his card, mm. and then when I messaged him, it was just like, "Oh, can't do it mm. this week. No, can't do it this week." And then I think he just kept pushing it off. Well, everybody at that thing pretty much had heard about him through YouTube. Thought, well, yeah. Every single person. You know? Dude, I mean, his exorcisms, mm -hmm. look at it. He's just thousands of hits. Yeah. Hundreds sure. of thousands of hits. Yeah. But is it real? No. That's what I wonder. Yeah. I no. don't know. The guy that we had on uh, on the Halloween show a few years back, that guy seemed a mm -hmm. bit more authentic to me. I mean, his, his theory of this is basically like, if you have indigestion, that's a demon. Everything's a demon. Yeah. Everything's is, a demon. Yeah. Everything's a demon. Exactly. That, that's easy. Right. I like when he goes head to head with like a Satanist. And I think that's why he tries to interview rockers, like death metal musicians, because he's yeah. like, I'll go head to head with you and we can talk about Satan. No, he went into this whole spiel about Malcolm Young and David Cassidy dying and how it was like, <laughs> because they're cursed, you know, because they're rock and rollers, they're cursed. And that's why they get dementia in their 60s, even though that tends to be when you get dementia. <laughs> um, you are, know. Wait, in Bob Larson's mind, yeah. are all rock and rollers cursed? Yes. Everyone's cursed in some way or another you know it's a you got your bud line curses you got your your hairline curses he's got hair plugs the way yeah, he, he does yeah, yeah. have hair plugs yeah. you can tell so mm. yeah that's that's satan's work right there just yeah. taking out killing the hair follicles right. that's what yeah. he does well that's interesting i uh yeah i want to go see i know he's coming to pasadena end of january mm. so i guess i can go see it again but eh once you've seen it once with him. Mm. Benny Hinn, that's where we should go. We should yeah. focus on that. Mm. Um, I got to, you know, it was interesting. So this weekend I was preparing for the show and I got a pretty interesting call. Because usually what I do, it's, uh, you know, people think, like, I don't want to pull back the curtain too much, but people think that uh, Harris and I do, like, 12 hours of preparation every week for this show. Typically, it's one frantic 45 minutes before Harrison comes over on Sunday. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I was doing my frantic 45-minute preparation, and I usually listen to all the phone calls. It's a little longer, 45 minutes, but I was listening to all the phone calls, yeah. and I came across this one. And, you know, I mean, you can tell the numbers usually. Sometimes they show up unknown. It's going to Google Voice. Um, but sometimes, you know, there's a, and this actually showed up as like a real number. Okay. And so I listened to it, and I was like, is this for real? At first I had this like thought like this could not be real. But then I listened to it again and I was like, okay, this is funny. And then I realized this has to be a prank. And I did a little more research and found out there's a whole thing about this. So um, I guess this past week, people around the country were, being, were baffled and alarmed to get recorded phone calls telling them to stop making negative and derogatory posts about President Trump. Right. The calls, which claim to be from the Citizens for Trump Foundation, mm -hmm. and the guy has such like a matter of fact kind. Of, he sounds like a, ma a guy wearing a MAGA hat. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, Actually, he sounds like a lot of people who call into the show. The American guys who call into the show, he sounds like one of those guys. Well, 
What what this is, yeah. it, they found out that there's a company called Ownage Pranks. Right, yeah. That you can go and you get like templates. Like you mm. can prank somebody for like with a stay away from my girl recording or you hit my car recording or mm. a sex offender one. This is the newest one. It's like, you know, stay away from Trump. Mm. And so what it is, is it, it's, it's a robocall. Yeah. So it goes and hits a number and then it's like a pre-recorded message, but with pauses, like pregnant pauses. So you think you're actually talking to somebody. It kind of reminds me, we were talking about this off air, but, but the soundboards that they right. had in the mid-aughts. With Arlie Ermy, you know, from uh, Full Metal Jacket. Oh, yeah. Like, you maggot! <laughs> you know, he'd yell it. Yeah. Or uh, the, the one with um, uh, Al Pacino from Scarface. Right, yeah, or yeah. uh, I rub my fist right into your stomach. Yeah. And, and like Stern used to use these soundboards right, to sure. make all the calls. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of reminds me of that. But this actually is a robocall like, of, of a recording of a script. And then since there's these pauses... The people are listening to it, think they're talking to a real person. And so they're freaking out. So what happened here is much like what the call that we got, which we're going to play in a second, is uh, it just went straight to voicemail. Because that's kind of how I am. Like if I'm on my phone and some number calls in, if I don't recognize the number, I'm not answering it. I usually just go and pick it up on voicemail. Does this go to the hotline or does this go to your number? No, the 323-522-4032, the hotline. Yeah, so it would have actually been somewhat effective if anyone had answered that line, which nobody ever does. Well, no one does. Yeah, so yeah, it just yeah. goes straight to voicemail. Yeah. So that's why when you listen to it, it's just like it's a recording. Mm. But at first listen, and the whole thing didn't even get picked up. I think mm. it's like half of it after doing some research. But at first listen, I was like, is this for real? And then I just immediately thought this has to be a prank because there's just no way that, right. that this is happening. But what probably happened is some randy listener out there thought it would be hilarious to give the sick and wrong drunk dial line to this prank call recording thing and prank us. Because uh, we do tend to take the piss on Donald Trump every now and then, don't we? We do, I guess. I mean, every now and then we'd like to mention him. Yeah. You know, According like to, to some him. people on Facebook, we're like, oh, we never stop We never start talking him. about Trump, but you know? it's like, come on. Like, like we're um, Colbert or some shit over here. You know what I mean? But what's so, the part? Listen to this message from the Citizens for Trump Foundation. And as a, as a matter of fact, actually, Citizens for Trump is an actual political group. It's like an interest group. But this is Citizens for Trump Foundation. So this is a, a clip from the recording. Okay. Well, we've been monitoring some of your posts, and it does seem that you've been making some rather negative comments about President Trump. Is that correct? Pause. Yeah. Listen, we're going to have to ask you to lay off on the negative and derogatory post about President Trump, okay? What are you talking about? I'm going to kill you. I'm going to slit your throat. <laughs> What's your problem anyways? Don't you want to make America great again? Oh my God, the government. I'll kill everybody. Don't you okay. ever call well, me again. Warned, we'll be keeping an eye on you. Have a nice day. I'll keep an eye on you. you. I'll kill you. Well, then, see, when you listen to that, mm. it just to me, it just sounds like a recording. Like, it's just fake. Yeah. But apparently, dude, people... People are sensitive these days, and especially when they're getting it on their cell phone. Because mm. back in the day, when you had a home phone, like a landline, mm. you would get you know you get these uh, uh, unsolicited mm. phone calls all the time. Though imagine if if you had done this, I don't know, fucking four years ago, and um, sent a similar thing to like old Fox News viewers about like about we Obama. Saw you <laughs> sending uh, email forwards about Obama. They'd be like, oh. 
FEMA death camps. Oh my God, it's coming true. And they'd be in the bunker. They'd be down in the bunkers. Oh they would be in their doomsday bunkers. They would be stockpiling munitions. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be in the bunkers ready yeah. for the race war. Right, yeah. If you think that's from Obama. But yeah, like it just sounds so fake to me. Yeah. And so anyway, the way it's supposed to work is that, and I guess a lot of Americans are freaking out. They've been getting, they got the, these voicemails. They started freaking out. People were like, is this a real thing? How'd they get my number? Because people are sensitive these days. Well, so Gizmodo looked into it and they actually found, traced the call back to ownage pranks. And apparently anytime a number's called using the application, you get a pre-recorded message or, and then that number calls back. They call back again with another pre-recorded message that says, you've been pranked by ownagepranks.com. Okay. So apparently this didn't happen. The second, the follow-up message didn't go through or people maybe didn't get it. Hmm. So what happens, people were getting this, uh, this, this Trump message and they're flipping the fuck out and freaking out, calling like news organizations saying that Trump is like, Trump groups are monitoring their phone calls right. and their Facebook page. And they, they thought that they were like going through people's Facebooks Facebook or their Twitter accounts and seeing like if they're negative posts about mm -hmm. Trump, then you're getting targeted by the by the Citizens for Trump Foundation. Right. Which is just not true. It's just you have an, you have an asshole for a friend who thought it would be funny to give their number. to. Yeah, them. honestly, like if I had got normally, if I had gotten this call, I would probably have thought it was real and, and probably gotten really angry and been like, well, I'm going to kill everybody now. <laughs> um, though I probably would quickly assume like wait a minute, do I know anybody so puerile that they would send a call like this to my number? Hmm. Yeah, like D. Simon, you know? <laughs> like, if I didn't know you, if I didn't know you, I would assume it's real because I don't know anybody who would do something so stupid. But, you know, there you go. You know, they have so. a few other pranks that might uh, still keep your number for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, <laughs> the prank, the ownage prank says it was actually really surprised to discover that people took this call seriously. Like they mm. were shocked by it. They're like the prank premise is intended to be so silly and ridiculous that nobody would ever think anybody was actually monitoring their searches. But think about this though. The script for the call is a bit outrageous. I mean, it's kind of weird that some guy's calling out for that, but is it any more outrageous than Trump's tweets on a regular basis or whatever bullshit the white house is spinning? Right. I mean, I don't think so. Yeah, but it's calling, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it's like, you think about in this record. day and age, it's like you have a president who's out mm. there tweeting like, you know, he ba he's basically tweeting mm. out that he knew about, he, that that he committed obstruction of justice. Do you right. see that where he's tweeting out like, I knew Flynn lied, that's why I fired him. It's right. like, uh, dude, by saying that, he basically <laughs> just committed obstruction of justice. Yeah. Well, Idiot. I mean, he's also a guy who like, doesn't like it when, you know, he, he's had a war with that, what the father of that UCLA basketball player. Yeah, ball. <laughs> So, like, honestly, if he was made aware of, like, you or I and saw that we didn't like him, he'd probably start, like, a flame war with us. Well, so that would be amazing. It's not inconceivable that, like, you know, he might just start being like, why don't you like me? I, I don't like you. You're fake news, you know? So. <laughs> the funny thing about that LeVar Ball story. So, yeah. LeVar Ball, his son, mm. they're all, like, famous basketball players. One of them is, like, for UCLA. Mm. They, like, shoplifted a watch or something in China. Right. And that's why they got arrested. And, and Trump claims that he helped them out or whatever. Anyway, the dad refused to, like, I don't know, give him a hand job or I forget what it was. Like, right. apologize or beg him or praise him as being, like, the great liberator. 
Um, but then, uh, so Trump like got into like a flame war with him. And so a bunch of Trump supporters started messaging just horrible messages to LeVar Burton. Yeah. Who's not LeVar Ball. That's the fucking best thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> so I didn't Jordy, even know that. I didn't know oh, that. Jordy LaForge is like, yeah, every oh time God. I open my Twitter, I just get this like horrible bile, like yeah. people saying like, horribly offensive racist things to him. Yeah. And then he's like, I had no idea what was going on. Wow. It's a fucking reading rainbow guy. Leave him alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus There's so Christ. much vitriol. Hmm. And Trump, Trump's kind of like, he's like uh, uh, Willard. He's just in charge of all these deplorables. He can just get him to do whatever he wants. With the rats? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stay on top of these keen analogies, all right? Ban the two of us. Was that song from Willard? Yeah, uh, yeah I think song? it was. Okay, like the yeah. original. Okay. Yeah, not the Christmas Glover one. Right. So the the way this one this app works, it's it's just like the soundboards. Like you can make a well, except for this, you can actually you go to their site, I think it's ownage.com. And you pick the prank you want, you put in a phone number and just delivers a prank and it calls up the person. Um, some of the, the other menu of prank call recordings include stay away from my girl, you hit my car, or sex offender, which is profoundly racist. Many of them use like stereotypical characters with ridiculous accents and absurd language. So the fact that you'd think this was real. Yeah. I mean, I guess in their defense, the sex offender one that we're about to play mm. That one is just kind of over the top, very racist, sounds yes. really fake to me. Yeah. The other one does sound like a guy wearing a MAGA hat and like okay. a polo shirt it with does, a tiki yeah. torch outside, you know? Um, so this call, let me just preface this, this call actually, a guy started freaking out when he got it and they recorded it. And so it was actually the recording mm. of a guy responding to one of these prank calls. Hello? Uh, hello? Who's this? Hey, what's up, my dog? Uh, my name is Tyrone. How you doing? All right, I'm gonna stop it there. Um, yeah, that is racist. Is that Big Papa Smurf? I think it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Does it sound just like him? It's Tyrone. It sounds like when, like, remember when Howard Stern used to do his like weird racist black guy impression, where he'd be like, "Hello there," you know, Hello like his there. old like Amos and Andy fucking voice. That's what this sounds Hello like. Hello there. Yeah. Jesus yeah, but this does sound like it's so yeah. racist. Hello, who's this? Well, I mean, what, what, what's up? Well, uh, I just moved into the neighborhood, actually. I just wanted to say hello. If you're going to be racist, at least be current about it, all right? <laughs> this is like well, racist this, circuit 30 years ago. It know? just sounds like stern. Yeah. Like sounds like an old white man doing a black guy's voice. Yes, yes, it does. Do what? You see, I'm actually required by my probation officer to inform my neighbors that I uh, moved into the neighborhood. Okay, and why is that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I did some time in the joint. Uh, I just got out, actually. Okay, so why are you calling this number? I mean, don't get scared you... of nothing. It wasn't for anything too serious. I'm not scared, believe me, but why, how did you get this number? I mean, I, I just got locked up for indecent exposure. How did you get this number? It's not a big deal, really. I honestly just have a hard time keeping my shamlam doobly in my pants when I'm out in public. All right. Jesus Christ! Is that a is that a term that you use? Because it kind of sounds like the 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 gibberish you say on the mics before you start recording. Yeah, it sounds like something I'd randomly shout out, but no. Shamlamadubla. No, it is. <laughs> what did you say? My shamlam doobly. Shamlam doobly. <laughs> and so you can see that there's pauses, mm. but this guy, whoever the mark is that got yeah. the call, like he's just responding mm. to each one. Yeah. <laughs> Allah. <laughs> 
engineer, fuck boy, you ever call this phone again, I'm going to find you. I'm going to cut your fucking dick yeah, off. Yeah, but, but anyways, uh, you, you got any plans for tonight? <laughs> I'm going to fuck you up. I was thinking How about we could that? Town, maybe get to know each other a little better. You know what I'm saying? Like just I'm going to your bonding. Are you there? I'm gonna fuck you. I'm gonna fuck you up. Come on. Whoever called this motherfucking phone? Shut the <laughs> shut the fuck up, you sick fucking perverted son of a bitch. You ever fucking call my fucking woman's phone again? I'm gonna fucking personally find you. Cut your fucking dick off, you piece of. Why is he answering his woman's phone? <laughs> That's a good question too. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Fucking shit. You ever fucking talk like that to her again, I'm going to personally motherfucking find you and fuck you up. You want to fucking stand me? No one's going to fucking talk to my fucking girl like that. You fucking got me, you motherfucker? Huh? <laughs> fuck boy, don't call this motherfucking phone again or I'm going to find you and I'm going to fuck you up. You got me? And that's the end of the call. He's just going on and yeah. on. This so, I, and that's a word I've only heard literally introduced to me in the last two months. Fuck, fuck boy. boy. Same, I was yeah. just about to say, when did this word come into popular parlance? I don't know, man. Is this a, but what does it mean? It's a dude who like fucks a lot of chicks? Yeah, I think so. So is it derogatory? Like, I've only heard women use it as like a derogatory yeah, term. Yeah, like a guy that yeah. like is a player. Yeah, yeah. They call him a fuck boy. But so... Yeah. If a man calls someone Which is a weird boy, because it used to be like, I don't know, if I had a, a woman refer to me as a fuckboy, I'd be like, oh, well then, okay. I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, I, I, I would think- I pleased many a woman with my John Thomas. No, Thank I mean, you. if a woman called me a fuckboy, I would assume that she wants to use me sexually. Oh, so like, That's yeah, what I would assume. okay. So like the- I uh, would She wants to use me as a sexual object, which- I'm usually on board for, you know. So <laughs> but you you wouldn't you wouldn't realize that she's saying it to you in a derogatory sense. Now like, I would, but I yeah. wouldn't have before. Uh, well, the other ago. thing too, the spelling mm. is odd. B O I. I'm assuming mm. it's some kind of new, maybe not new, maybe the past few years, <laughs> but like a rap term, like a hip hop term and modern rap. That since I don't listen to most modern rap, I don't know the terms. Okay. I'm assuming it's from that. I, have I don't. I have no idea, yeah. but but which it, it's weird though to hear another man We're like call a man a fuckboy talking about like and what is on fleek? I have zero chill about this hear, on fleek. I, I, hear I tell you, saying that I tell work. you, my like, my kid is talking about that. I don't need to know what he's saying. I hear them say that yeah, at work. And you're just right. like God, just shut up. Right. <laughs> you just look even more ridiculous. Yeah. But this, but what's odd about this, and this is why I'm having a, tr a hard time understanding this. <laughs> Is if I was calling you a fuckboy, yeah. what does that mean? Like, how is that derogatory? Like, typically, aren't you like, high five, you've been shagging all sorts of birds. You're a player. It doesn't, you know, It's yeah. like, you're a stud. So why would I be like, ridiculing you for that? I don't fully understand the terminology. I'm confused. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a listener, maybe a listener under the age of 30 can enlighten us. Because mm. I might be too old to understand the nature of this term. Right. I'm fine with that, though. So I'll probably never use it, but apparently this guy got pretty upset. But because I mean, I'm you know I don't really go in to be honest for too many one night stands. I'm not really that kind of a of a player. But I mean, if somebody was like, "You're a man that women use sexually," I'd be like, "Okay." I mean, that's not <laughs> not a know, bad thing. The worst thing anybody said about me. Not a ever. bad thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so as you can see though, there's uh, they, the calls are designed to pause while the other person's speaking, making it harder for the caller to realize that they're talking to a machine. So you get those ridiculous, ridiculous responses. It's a machine! It's a machine! So uh, I guess after realizing that this Trump 
prank had gone awry and was causing hysteria, only to prank <laughs> altered the automated message to say it comes from the Trump for Office Foundation instead mm. of Citizens for Trump, which is an actual organization that exists. To make so, things worse? No, because uh, so what happened is, unfortunately, the, the call wasn't going out saying you've been pranked. Mm. So what they're doing now is at the end of the message it says, look, I'm just kidding. This is America. You can say whatever the hell you want. This is from, you know, it's, they added this little like line at the end. It's like War of the Worlds or something now. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. Orson Welles. Everybody's like, oh my God, get the get into the basement, everybody. Well, the aliens a, are the, here. The spokesperson's like, we had to change the nature of the call because mm. things are supposed to be goofy and not mm. so serious. But everyone's so serious and so easily triggered now. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine you'd be able to do anything. Yeah. People just freak out about everything. Even I'm easily triggered. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what is interesting? I did see something, Gizmodo pointed this out. Um, in certain states, you're not allowed to record phone calls. That's Both true. Both parties have to consent. That is true. California is one of those states. It, so yeah. technically, by, do, by distributing this number in California, you're committing a crime. It's true. You know, it's a two-party consent state. But Just, some states, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't know what people are going to do. But. Just use a VPN. I don't know. I think I, I love if you go to their site... They do have like a, a little caveat there that says, I think it's important for people to know that if they don't want any calls from the app, they can fill out this form and add themselves to a block list. Yeah. Because I'm sure everyone's going to do that. Yeah. I'll fill out this form with a fucking exacto knife on your chest. How about that? How about <laughs> Fuck that, boy. buddy? Fuck, Fuck boy. boy. Yeah. Call this number again. Fuck boy. <laughs> fill out anyway, a form. I'll was, fill out a form. It was See, a, that makes me that makes me more angry than anything. Anybody asking me to fill out a fucking form? Fuck you! Only fuck I'll boys snap do your that. Fucking no, neck, fuck boy. <laughs> you know, I gotta say, I appreciate the uh, creativity of the fuck boy who gave our number yes. to this uh, prank call thing yeah. because it was pretty funny when I saw it at first. It, it did give me like I paused for a couple seconds. I was like, "Is this real? Because mm. this is really funny." And then I was like, no, nah, it's got to be fake. And then after reading about it on like Gizmodo, I was like, oh, it, it totally is fake. But you got to give props to the fuckboy that came up with it. Right. You know, mad props to the fuckboys. Thanks, guys, for teaching D a new word. <laughs> I'm going to have to fucking hear this. <laughs> the, I think it's the, it's, yeah, yeah, what the magic word of the day. Mm. Um, people, this is episode 612 here, Sick and Wrong. News coming up next. After that, we got some phone calls. But first, here's a word about our splendid Patreon page. Do you need more sick and wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a sick and wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better sick and wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sick and wrong. So both the stories that we have uh, here on Sick and Wrong this, this week have to do with high school. These are high school news stories. Mm -hmm. High school sick and wrong stories. Yeah. Uh, the first one is uh, about a high school in Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville grandmother distributed nude pictures inside JCPS High School. Ah. And at first I was like, wow, she's spreading pictures of herself in this high school. Hot. 
That's <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe, yeah, you might think it's hot. Yeah. Uh, it depends on uh, what kind of panties. Is she wearing those granny panties? I didn't know or? they could do screenshots of my Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> So this happened in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, Metro police have, ar- have arrested a woman. Authorities say distributed photos of a nude woman inside a high school. Mm. So she was distributing photos of a nude woman. If it was her, remains to be seen. Okay. Frances Bailey, six years old, was arrested Monday at her home. According to an arrest report, uh, the incident happened at Pleasure Ridge Park High School uh, towards the end of October. Uh, police say ba- Bailey entered the school through a side door without consent. Uh, authorities say she entered the school behind two students who had been buzzed into the building. The Which old is- Pleasure Ridge. You ever ventured down the south to the old Pleasure Ridge? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't know. been to the old Pleasure Ridge. Rest, but, your, uh, rest your lips on that, on that there ridge. On the old Pleasure Ridge? Yeah. <laughs> Explore its, its, its uh, <laughs> spacious caverns. <laughs> In the old digits. Pleasure Ridge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nature's tufted treasure. Right. That's what that is. <laughs> um, but you know what's interesting about this, though? High schools are fucking locked down these days. Yes. You notice that? Like, I, they're like no, fucking, I haven't, because I haven't been going around dude, locked down high schools. Drive around like... So I don't take freeways to school or to work usually. Usually I kind of take side roads. You could buy high schools. They've got like fucking massive fences and armed mm. security guards. Huh. I mean, I can understand. I figured it was just because it's urban schools. You don't want homeless people or sex offenders or whatever going in there and kidnapping students. No. But I think everywhere they do this to try to avoid like a Columbine incident. Hmm. So it's like the schools look like military compounds now. Hooray. So I imagine this old lady, like she probably had to like put on a disguise and like sneak it, sneak behind these students to infiltrate the high school. She was doing it physically inside the school? Yeah, she went to the high school. She was on the high school grounds. Oh my God. Distributing naked photos. Flyers. Flyers. Oh, I thought she was doing it. Oh my God. Not wow. flyers. She printed out photos. Photos, okay. Yeah, physical yeah. photos mm. of the naked lady. <laughs> Uh, officials say once Bailey was inside the school, she started throwing photos of a nude woman like all over the place mm. uh, in the female restroom, lockers, just like mm. in the, the cafeteria, just throwing out photos. Um, it is odd though that you throw photos of a nude woman on the floor of a female restroom, though. Yeah, you think the male rest? If she wanted, if her goal was to have these pictures distributed, like dispersed widely, give them to the male students, right? Because the male students are going to be like, dude, check this out. How stoked would you have been? Pretty stoked. Yeah, I would have been mm. stoked if it was just torn pictures out of a, like a hustler or a swank. Yeah. Thrown around. I've been like, this is awesome. I can actually mm. jack off to this now. <laughs> but these were actually high school. These were actually photos of a nude woman whose children attended the high school. So this mm. is nude photos of one of your s- students' mothers. That's the best part. So mm. let me get to the details here. Um, investigators say Bailey then after she had been dispersing the photos thrown around exited the school and was seen on video surveillance driving around the school's parking lot throwing more photos out of her car hmm. like she was hardcore about this uh, the pictures were, ta- were found by underage students underage female students and male students and then they were taken to the school's principal according to officials it was discovered that the woman in the photos was the mother of two high school students that attended that, that school Oh. Um, the woman was then contacted. The woman in the photo was recognized and then contacted until what happened. Uh, police say that the woman who was in the photo said she believed 
Bailey, Francis Bailey, was the person who distributed the pictures because Bailey was the mother of a man who she had previously dated. So now that's kind of a whole weird situation. Wait a minute. I don't understand any of this. Very confusing. It took yeah. me a little while. What? At first I was like, is she just going, is she an old pervert going in there and just throwing photos her of some naked Her grandson goes to the school. Uh, or her son or her grandson? Well, her grandson attends the school. But okay. her son yeah. dated a woman. Mm -hmm. Dated a woman that was in the photos mm. and they had a bad breakup. Okay. And apparently it was so bad that the... Uh, the um the the woman in the photos had previously filed a criminal complaint against her son. Okay. So I think there's probably like a restraining order or something going out. So why so, do this at her grandson's well, school? So the the mother here decided to get revenge. She took <laughs> she took the nude pictures from her son's phone, hmm. printed them out, then went to the high school because she knew that this woman's children went to the school. So she's just trying to embarrass her. Oh my. Yeah, so she started throwing out pictures of this naked chick from her son's phone to embarrass this woman who who, her, whose children yeah. were students at the school. See, my mom would just never be able to figure out how to print out photos from a phone. <laughs> would never get beyond that stage. That's well, where it would get stuck. It'd yeah, get, yeah. you gotta admire her tech savviness here. Yeah. I mean, she's she's definitely uh, knows her way around the phone and a printer. Hmm. But it's, it's odd to me that a mother would get revenge in this fashion. Right. Like, it's just weird. Yeah. Like, are there other I don't ways? have any relatives that are that dedicated to me. But you know, it made me think of something just recently. A lot of dudes have weird relationships with their mothers. Yes, they do. I guess it's a very common complaint amongst yeah. a lot of women. Uh, meaning, you know, before we were starting getting ready for the show, mother tried to call me 11 times. I was thinking about that. 11 missed calls. 11 the, calls. In the course of about 20 minutes. 11 Why? missed calls. Why does she call you so much? Because I don't answer and she'll just keep calling until... Is your, she's crying wolf. She's like the boy who cried wolf. When somebody actually dies, I'm never going to know because... It, is you know. your mother the type of mother who will judge any girl that's dating you and yeah. dislikes girls that date you i've i've kind of set the bar pretty low for everything in my life so <laughs> normally she probably would be but i've kind of set the stage where it's like as long as i'm not dead or in jail she, she's like okay he's he's okay harrison so. is she a junkie whore you're like mm -hmm. no mom she actually works at uh ralph's it's like oh okay all right yeah. she's fine with me right <laughs> As long as it's not a streetwalker, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's good. Um, but yeah, like uh, a couple friends of mine who are going through divorces were saying one of the reasons why they're going through a divorce is because the girl, well, girls who are going through a divorce, said that their spouses or their husbands won't stand up to their moms, hmm. and it's really bizarre. Like they're yeah. like, uh, let's call her Rachel. Her husband Carl. <laughs> These are fake names. Okay. Carl, uh, like, has a weird relationship with his mother. I guess his dad died a while ago. He was kind of raised just the only kid of this mom. And the mom just doesn't like any girlfriend he's ever dated. Mm. And so she, so he actually ended up marrying Rachel, my friend Rachel. They got married. And they've been married for, like, ten fucking years. Mom still refuses to accept her as his wife. Huh. Wow. Would you, at that point, be like, Mom... If you don't want to see me ever again, right. you need to chill. Yeah. You need to realize I'm not a fuck boy. And this is my <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, would you why don't what what would stop you from doing that? Being like, Mom, listen, I love you, 
but I also love my wife. So if you're not going to, if you're not going to act like a normal person around her, we're just not going to see you anymore. Right. Yeah. None of these guys would say that because they're too scared of their mom or scared of offending her. Hmm. I mean, I guess it's a different, my, my, my mom's been dead for a while since like before I really started dating. So it's like, I never really got to deal with that. But I wonder if she would have been one of those, like Jewish moms are usually very overbearing. Hmm. I don't, I think my mom would have been cool, but who knows? Yeah. But I can honestly tell you that I would I would stand up and I'd be like, listen, I'm not going to come out and fucking see you over the holidays if you're going to act like a fucking bitch to my wife. Yeah, I don't think that would that would apply to me because it could be like, oh, you don't like my girlfriend, mom? Okay, well, I'll dump her and I'll just go, you know, shoot up in an empty room <laughs> by myself for like three months. That'll be better, right? And she's That'll like, okay, okay, keep your yeah. girlfriend. Okay. Keep your girlfriend. <laughs> right. <laughs> but this so. is like a whole other fucking level of weird psychotic relationship between a mother and her son. Right. I, I think like Freud would even have difficulty with this. <laughs> because this is weird, dude. It's like the mom was so upset about this, uh, the dissolution of her son's relationship with this woman. And the fact that the woman got a restraining order against her son, that she went through her son's phone, got nude pictures of him, went to a high school, yeah. and then threw the pictures around the high school because she knew her, her children went there. Lock your phone, people. <laughs> Dude, could you imagine, though, if you were in high school and you're like, you know, obviously, I bet you're, the mom's probably kind of hot. You know, she's probably like, what, in her 30s? Son's probably 30s, 40s. Okay. So, it'd be like, you'd be seeing pictures of your friend's mom naked. Yeah. I would be like, I would be making copies of that and putting them all over the lockers. Sure. It'd be hilarious. Yeah. Well, that's you, you know. <laughs> that's it's like, dude, designer. isn't this your mom? I just take it home. <laughs> that's I remember, your mom's vagina right there. I remember when I was like 14, <laughs> I was like, I think I was 14 or 15. I think it was 14. And it was like, I was at the end of the school year. I was like going through my locker and I saw like somebody left like a few things in front of a locker. And it was like these photos of this girl that was like, I think she was in my class, but uh, she was like, um, she wasn't cool, but she was like the only chick, she was the only chick in my class that had like pink hair. Oh, okay. Which, so she's kind of kind of punker, I guess. No, she wasn't at all. Wasn't, she just right. had pink hair, but that was enough for me and um, <laughs> to be interested. And there's just pictures of her like at the beach with her friends. And you gotta, this was like before digital cameras. So this these were like actual like yeah AOL real photos. was around yeah okay. these were real photos that I found and it was just like man I fucking used those photos let me tell you <laughs> wait did you I steal the photos and then just Somebody like have left them in it your... there she's like forgotten them or something wow did you have them. a big masturbation shrine I like had on whole, your wall yeah it was a whole ritual involved with it <laughs> you know did the, you did you say correct me if I'm wrong here but did you say you did a similar thing with pictures of your grandmother from like World War II no I said I kept them. I, I'm not. I, I'm not going to sound good. I, I realized as I started. How did you stick I, those pictures to the wall? Yeah. I thought she looked hot, and I kept the pictures. I I never ended up actually masturbating to those pictures. And mind you, this is not a grandmother that I grew up with. This is a bio. Okay. okay. Yeah, that that, ex, this, that, sorry, that, that totally no justifies it. Just, I'm not going to come out looking good here in any way. Sorry. No. Wow. Mm -hmm. God, could you imagine this girl's face if she would have known that you took these pictures and had been abusing and defiling them in your bedroom? I could tell her on Facebook. She's still <laughs> my Facebook friend. <laughs> what did she grow up to be like? Did she become a punk rocker later? No. 
No, that, so that was her rebellious stage was the pink hair. Just the pink hair. It's like Ivanka yeah. Trump. Because this was, is like in 1993 when that was still like, oh my God. Yeah, that was still What's going yeah, on? out of the ordinary. Same yeah. with like guys getting two earrings. Holy shit, two earrings. Oh yeah, because what does that mean? Nobody you knows. Know. Oh, the only reason I ever got two earrings is because I couldn't remember which ear was the gay ear. Remember how like one ear was gay if he had one ear? The right ear was gay. The right? Yeah, the right ear was gay. I thought it was the left. The left oh. ear was okay. Okay, I, I couldn't remember, so I was like, fuck it, just do both. Yeah. Because that'll be less gay. Oh, you got both? You yeah, got I just went and got both. I did both earrings done. I never did a piercing. I never did Ever? a piercing. No. Oh, wow. I, got I remember like at some point I, when I was in high school, I wanted to get like an eyebrow piercing. Because I think because I'd seen like Mike Patton had it on the fucking easy like Sunday morning video or something. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that looks kind of cool. I could do that. And then it's just like as I got older, it got stupid to do that. And it's like pointless, you know. I'm trying to think when, uh, you know, the one I never did is I never did tongue piercings, but those yeah. are really popular. Because you don't see men, you used to see a lot of men with nose rings. You only see women with nose rings now. You never well, see men with nose rings. septum piercings. I had one of those. Those like bull septum things. Of course you did. I had one of those yeah. for a long time. Yeah. I had the stretched ears. Um, that was about all I ever pierced, yeah. actually. I never did any of the other ones. Right. With the, uh, oh wait, I'll take it back. I had one of those too. What are those called? Oh my the God. Labrettes. The soul Labrettes. patch things. Yeah, I just There's... had a big ass spike Ugh. that came out. Dude, they were popping. This was like 1994. Actually, 1994, not too many people had that. Okay. But then as like as the '90s progressed, I was like, I'm getting rid of this one because that was. What do you that, do when you make out with chicks? Well, that was the thing. The labret yeah. piercing was terrible for that because yeah. it was like I don't even know if it's called labret or labret. I forget. Why Whatever. Me? I don't know. It was like, uh, yeah, no, it was like so. Yeah, it was a spike, so it fucking hurt. So I'd usually yeah. take it out, then I'd lose it, then go get another one. Then finally, I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. Hmm. I can't even find this anymore. And then I've always heard from people with the fucking eyebrow rings that they get in a fight and get them ripped out. It's like, well, that sucks. Sure, yeah. And then I had the septum one, but I kept getting uh, a, lot, a lot of girls like that back in the day. Right. That was like a hip 90s. I was a very, I looked like a personification of the 90s. Yeah. I, Long I black dreads, mm. black tattoos, uh, fucking septum piercing. Right. Yeah. Mm. Fucking Radiohead shirt. Wallet chain. <laughs> no, I had like a ministry shirt. Yeah, wallet chain. Yeah. Baggy like black pants. Mm -hmm. So that's how we look back then, all right? Right. Oh, what are you going to go distribute naked photos of my mom? <laughs> Get revenge? Um, ba uh, police also mentioned that uh, Bailey's granddaughter was also a student at the school. Yes. So she knew about this. So weird. And school employees actually spoke to the granddaughter to find out if she had anything to do with the pictures. Mm. And uh, officials say Bailey came to school and was upset that they had spoken with their granddaughter and she she confessed and said that I did it. Oh, okay. So I confess. She's charged with distribution of obscene matter, criminal trespassing, and harassment. Is now on home incarceration. If this sex was your offender, mom, sex offender. If this was your mom, would you say something to her about it? Even though this woman, you hate her, she had a restraining order against you. Yeah, I'd probably be like, "That's insane." You'd be upset with her about yeah, it. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. I, well, I would just be like, I, I would feel like I was getting framed. Yeah. Because don't you think that it amazes me that this woman who's in the picture is the first person that comes to mind. She's like, oh, it's got to be his mom. Right. Like yeah, I would think weird. it was you. you think it was, like, I, was, yeah. I was like, right. like this is his way of getting like some kind of passive revenge on me or something. <laughs> yeah. Insane. Anyway, All what right. do you have here for the second story? Okay, this is sent in by Vince. 
who says, and this is why Harrison could never be a public school teacher. There's a lot of reasons why I could never be a public school teacher. Are you allowed um, within 100 feet of public schools? I, I would never want a job where I have to be there at fucking 7 a.m. I could never do that. I could barely wake up at a regular, reasonable time, you know? Yeah, 7 a.m., but you have to be there before that. You have to be there at like 6.30, probably. Just fucking crazy. Ready to and could you imagine like you're doing just, morning radio or something. My God. It's just these know? dead-eyed mouth breathers who are just yeah. staring at their phones, not even listening to you. Right. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, court documents state Lake Central High School teacher admitted to drug use, purchasing cocaine before school. Ooh. Yeah. So. I can see a lot of teachers needing a little bump. You know, it's early in the morning. Yeah. Do a couple bumps. I mean, when you really like uh, hung out, did you ever see that movie with um, Denzel Washington where he's the pilot? Training day? No, he's a pilot. <laughs> I don't know. I, I do remember that movie. I never and it's saw like it. he, he's just like he's just a, an alcoholic pilot. But he's like <laughs> a really good pilot and he's drunk and he like say he like spins the plane around, does this amazing thing and saves everybody. But he's so drunk and he, he wakes up and he has he's so hungover he can't fly. So then he calls John Goodman, who's this cocaine dealer, to come over and give him coke so he can like <laughs> you know, <laughs> get sober enough to fly an airplane. <laughs> And then he has to go to court, like, in fr to testify about it. And they, they go to like wake him up, and he's all hungover. So they're like, "Shit, you're too hungover to go to court and testify about how you weren't drunk." And he's like, "Call John Goodman, my coke dealer." Comes over, <laughs> he comes yeah, over yeah. and saves him again. Yeah, and the like airline executives have to like get him cocaine and stuff so he can testify. <laughs> Is this a, a true story? Yes. Wow. Wait, actually, I don't know. If it's a true story. I forget. It might hmm. be a true story. I feel like it's a true story. It's called like is, yeah. pilot or pilot or airplane. <laughs> Wait, flight. That's a flight. Like... Okay. Wait, no, you're thinking Sully. Of... Am I thinking of Sully? No, oh, maybe that's a different that's... one. <laughs> yeah, hmm. I, it's called yeah, whatever. It's a fucking Wait, Denzel, look at Denzel Washington airplane, and he flies you know, on the plane, and it. he can speak jive, and Mrs. Cleaver comes out, and she speaks jive. No, you're thinking of fucking airplane, <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> the fuck is the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> Mama lay me to the grill. Yeah. Thank, <laughs> thanks, Tyrone. <laughs> you know? Motherfucker lay me to the grill. Mm. I got your job, mister. Mm. <laughs> I have to, maybe I'll play that for the intro. It's a yeah. good jive. Yeah. Some good jive. We need some more of that. We do need some jive. Yeah, jive just is like a, is a lost language, like yeah. Yiddish. Like, no one speaks jive anymore. Esperanto. Yeah, Esperanto. Yeah, it's yeah. just like these lost languages. Mm -hmm. Let's bring it back. Yeah. Good God. Anyway. All right. All right. So, uh, a Lake Central High School teacher who was arrested last week after a video of her allegedly doing drugs in any empty classroom went viral, has been formally charged with possession of a controlled substance, a level six felony. Mm. Wow. Because uh, it's on the school. Yeah. Right. Um, mm hmm um samantha cox 24 can you imagine being a high school teacher and your name being a woman your last name is cox samantha cox, Just, miss cox. i do drugs i do drugs <laughs> yeah miss cox miss cox yeah yeah no i'd be fucking doing blow every morning uh was i remember uh we had a uh, not to interrupt but we had this like army recruiter guy that also was like a gym teacher mm. sergeant burdick and so when uh, he would come in and be like, excuse me, Sergeant Bird Dick, he'd be like, it's Burdick, Burdick. It's like, okay, Mr. Bird Dick. 
<laughs> this dude fucking hated me. Yeah. Um, but anyway, could you imagine Miss Cox? Yeah. That no, sounds terrible. like a porn star. Don't go into that. Don't choose yeah. a different line Jesus, of work. Jesus, God. For God's sakes. Anyway, she was removed from the classroom in uh, November 22nd, held at the Lake County Jail, $10,000 bond for bail. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, she's been placed on administrative leave, paid administrative leave. Hmm. Um, the teacher allegedly told police after her arrest she purchased $160 worth of cocaine that morning before coming to school, according what, to court records. What state is it again? Um, St. John, I don't know. It doesn't it's, say. Oh. Sounds like, you, sounds like Michigan or some shit. Yeah, I think it was like Indiana or Wisconsin yeah. or something. Yeah. I wonder how good $160 worth of blow is. That's probably about an eight ball. That's like an eight ball, It's right? like an eight ball, yeah. It's yeah. A, it is Indiana. You're right. It's, it's Indiana. Indiana, all right. Yeah. I bet you the blow in Indiana is probably pretty pretty shitty. Probably not great. Well, maybe it's come from Chicago. You never know, though. Yeah. Mm. She might have connections. Yeah. high school, Miss Cox. But yeah, but that's crazy, though, mm. because it's like she's going to be at school at like, what, fucking 7, 7 a.m.? And so she made a call earlier that morning to get the I'm eight like, ball? I, I can't get Coke at fucking 5 a.m., you know? <laughs> I don't I know if you get have an this, eight this ball type of connection here. Jesus yeah. Christ. My Jeez. God. Cox told police she usually purchased dope after school, but was feeling sick that morning, records state. She said she had used cocaine for four years since her freshman year at college. So wait, so she's a junkie, but well, she also does blow. Well, here's the thing. It doesn't, this article that you gave me, this excellent copy that you supplied me here doesn't mention anything about heroin. Um, and it sounds well, like, and I remember reading another version of this article. Did you just say she purchased dope? It says dope in quotes. Oh, okay. So I thought dope always referred to heroin. No, dope refers to heroin if you do heroin. That's when dope refers to heroin. I've always just, in my mind, whenever I, know, I heard someone say dope, I always just think dope is heroin. I have contemporaries, meaning people my own age, friends of mine, that refer to dope, the marijuana. They're like, that's, hey man, that's you want to smoke dope? Like my dad Do does. they call heroin horse? No. <laughs> <laughs> they don't call heroin anything because they're- Harrison's you know, still on the horse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for the love of fucking the holy God, you know? Dope. Yeah. It's like marijuana- He's smoking some of that grass. Yeah, I mean, what you know, what is what is going I've on? I've always here? considered dope yeah. just to be heroin. I don't know right, why. Yeah. Maybe it's a '90s thing. No, yeah, it's a '90s thing, and it's also people who do heroin call it dope. Call it dope. Maybe that's this is how. a journalist doing dope <laughs> in quotes, or a cop saying dope. You know, no, I, people my own age they say dope. dope marijuana, is, marijuana is dope. Marijuana that's, is dope. Yeah, that's uh, misnomer. Yeah. yeah, it's not. That's not. That's not right. Uh, anyway, uh, Cox said she stored cocaine at 10.20 a.m. while alone in her classroom, record state. She said the door was locked, but students must have seen her through the door window. Did, you, you, did you watch the video? I did watch the video. It kind of, that video kind of infuriated me. Yeah. I kind of wanted to, if I was in that kid's class, if I was in her class, mm. I would have slapped that kid. Been like, dude, what the fuck, snitch? What are you doing? Why are you doing this? Yeah. Especially, I can't actually now. I don't remember if uh, Miss Cox is hot or not. Is she hot? She's cute. I mean, she so looks then, young. She's like twenty four or something. She looks really young. She looks kind of like Squeaky From. Okay, so, she's a redhead. She's got that kind of weird redhead look. She's got kind of a Squeaky. Yeah, but she was kind of hot. You, I would definitely yeah. go there. And the thing I kept thinking she about, she looks too young for like she like she looks way younger than twenty four to the point where I would be like, eh, I don't know, I don't know about you. But think about it this yeah. way though. You're in this this class. This fucking dumbass is taping it. 
telling everybody, I would be like, fuck you, dude. You could use this information against her and probably get a blowjob. Don't you think if you're in that class and you're like, hey, got this on tape here. Don't want to tell anybody, but I also kind of want to get my dick sucked. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna uh, postulate as to whether I'd engage in um, non-consensual <laughs> sexual blackmail. I don't think I'm gonna get into that right now on this podcast. All I'm saying yeah. is it's a fucking missed opportunity. This okay. fucking snitch here, yeah. who probably is like, "Oh my god, cocaine, worst drug I've ever seen," because they don't do drugs of, anymore. I though, to be fair, I have seen a lot of porn uh, clips with that premise. Blackmail. I'm just saying there are Black opportunities that are missed yeah. because these do-gooders yeah. go out there thinking like yeah. I'm going to rid the world of fucking mm. cocaine. Yeah. You're not. So the uh, the the police in this other article, police say they think it was a mixture of heroin and cocaine. So she's snorting so speed ball. speedballs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that so. really helps to teach. That, that if you want to get through to your students, like, do you ever see Dead Poets Society? Yeah. Do you know how many speedballs Robin Williams <laughs> did before he taught that class? <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Oh, captain, my captain, you know, um, authorities learned about the drug use after someone took video of Cox in an empty classroom and posted that video online. Fucking dicks. Watch the video and you see this fucking snarky little shit. The footage Dude, spread quickly on the internet. Happening. Yeah. I can't, is she doing cocaine? You're like those kids probably, do they even do drugs now in high school? No, they don't. Generation Z, they're, they're like all goody two shoes kids. Just none of them. Did they even smoke no. weed? I don't think so. I'm sure maybe they might smoke weed. They might but smoke weed's weed. been decriminalized to the point where they probably don't yeah. think it's a drug. But these kids, like, they're think... addicted to the Snapchat. That's their <laughs> drug of choice. You know, it, I was talking to uh, my mm. girlfriend about this, who's mm. obviously graduated high school a lot later than I did. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. She might have graduated in like 2008, <laughs> God, or something. Anyway, I was talking to her about it, and she was like, "No kids smoke cigarettes." Like, that is just really frowned upon. Yeah. So in her high school, no one smoked cigarettes. Mm. Handful of kids smoked weed. Mm. Some people did coke that they stole from their parents. Right. But for the most part, that was also very rare. Yeah. And so I'm like, what about acid or mushrooms? They're like, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> so I'm thinking like, God, back in my day, mm. maybe it's because I grew up in Michigan. There's nothing else to do. It was, it was the 90s, too. Yeah, maybe. Because there's nothing hadn't... to do anywhere, you know? But, yeah. um, you know. So... Also, this video, like, I can't, I don't know. Maybe just because it's a low-res upload, but I can't tell what the fuck she's doing. Just looks like she's, like, huddled in the corner doing something. I can't she, tell. But it looks like she's, at one point, kind of hunched over her desk. I mean, I don't maybe. know. Maybe. That could be maybe anything. you can't really tell yeah. from where it is. I, like, if I were her, I'd go that route. Like, I could see her cutting the lines because I know that's what she's doing. But if you hadn't told me that, I could. I wouldn't assume she's cutting but, lines. I mean, what what's to stop her from saying, I don't know what they mm. think I'm doing in this video, but mm. I'm just sorting paper clips. Yeah. Or I had my staplers fell over. Sorting, so sorting paper stapler. clips. Dude, I've used that excuse okay. five times. Yeah. Always Who sorts get out of paper it. clips? People at work that okay. are bored. <laughs> my God. Yeah, I guess that's, yeah. I make little like creatures out of them and stuff. Or yeah. like you could be like, I dropped a yeah. bunch of staples. So I was like mm. sorting out my staples mm. and, you know, I would just would have lied. Though that's to be all fair, I'm saying. To be fair to these kids, it's not like they brought it right to the authorities. They posted it on the internet. Okay. Yeah, and then it kind of made their own. And rounds. these kids post everything on the internet, you know? Well, that's, a, that's so another that's thing. That's the whole thing. Understand. That's all they know how to do is post videos to the internet. What I don't get about so, this idiotic teacher, though, yeah. is why wouldn't she just go in the closet and just 
do a few bumps and be done. Yeah, I'd like, go why shoot do it, it in the high school? I'd go shoot up in the bathroom stall. You don't go. Yeah, in it's thing. like I mean, shit. Yeah. There's windows. Getting lazy. Go in your Kids car. Kids are outside. Wait. Go in, yeah, your go in your car. Yeah. Like why? I don't see why you do what that. The fuck? You Teachers, know? if you're listening to the show, if you can do drugs, don't do it in the classroom. Don't do it. Yeah. You know, it's just stupid. Yeah. So what happens? So wait, she's she's in jail. Yeah, she's uh, anyway. She's in jail. Yeah. So a detective was dispatched to the school at noon and requested help from a d- drug sniffing dog. God, you yeah. bring up the dogs. The dog alerted to the teacher's desk, where police located a plastic cigarette wrapper filled with rolled up pieces of tin foil. Records state police also found a piece of paper wrapped up like a straw. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. Cox allowed police to search her vehicle. So you don't do that. Yeah. Why would she never do that? Yeah. yeah. Um, where they found a glass pipe and multiple small pieces of tinfoil, torn plastic baggies, and two rolled up pieces of paper. So she's, yeah, she's definitely, uh, yeah. The record state Cox was polite and cooperative throughout the incident. Well, you know, this this is another classic example. She's 24 years old. Yeah. Probably freaked out. Mm. You know, first thing to do is confess. First offense, I doubt she's probably going to get much time, but she's going to lose her job. Yeah, she's going to lose her job, and she's got this as a Google result. So, Although yep. Samantha Cox is also apparently a singer, so, you well, know. She, she could also be a stripper. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying it's a fucking huge missed opportunity. Right. A massive missed opportunity for these, these good-natured high school students. Oh, yeah. It's like, God... Yeah. Uh, so, um, you're going to put that on your college application. Superintendent Varaco said she was very popular with the students. It's a sad situation. We are happy that we got her removed from the classroom very quickly after being tipped off by a student, but we are also concerned about her welfare too. She seemed to be a very good teacher. And there you go, kids. I would, I would make that snitch's life hell. Yeah. Because that's a huge missed opportunity. If you had that video and you saw it, I'd be like... All right, we're going to use this. Actually, you know what you probably could have been? I could have gone over to him and been like, hey, you know what? I wouldn't mind an eight ball. Or this video might get out. Um, I guess so, yeah. And a blowjob while you're at it. Don't try it. <laughs> Free. Rock. Anyway. People send your stories. Stick around podcast at uh, hotmail.com. We have phone calls coming up next. You can call the Stick Around hotline at 323-522-4032. But first... Here's a word from Adam and Eve. Ah, the holidays. It's snowing outside, the fire is crackling, and there's a big jar of unused lube on your nightstand. And that can only mean one thing. It's December. Yes, that time of year that we celebrate Christ's alleged birth with the purchase of a shiny brand new dildo at AdamEve.com. And if you use coupon code DIDDLE on your order, you'll get 50% off your first purchase, three free adult DVDs, and a free gift. Show your loved ones you still care and cram a brand new dildo down their holiday road. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E, like priests do to altar boys. Hallelujah. We have some calls to get to right now. The first call is uh, from, remember the Batman villain? Of course. I think the Batman villain thinks we're in like some kind of feud. Mm. Which we're not because the feud requires two parties that actually give a shit. Right. <laughs> and yeah. I think he gives a shit and I don't. So yeah. maybe, maybe that's part of it. So I wouldn't call it, maybe it's a one-sided feud. However, right. he calls back and he's hopping mad. I don't know what we said last time, but he's hopping mad now. All right. So yeah. I just angered the Batman villain. We did kind of cut into him a little bit. What did we say? I don't even remember. Uh, I don't know. I think we kind of psychoanalyzed him. 
did some armchair psychoanalysis about his insecurities. Didn't you? Didn't you call him like a fuckboy wannabe or something? <laughs> no, I did not. KD, it's the uh, Batman villain. This is why I'm called that. But I can step up, and you can't. So D, guess what? I'm in reality, and you're in a little la la land, which is called Hollywood, where you've been tattooing yourself and getting. Why does this, this guy hates you? Hate you so much? I don't know. He also yeah. doesn't like Los Angeles. Did you kill very his much. parents? Did you kill his parents? Maybe. I, I think I caught his mom mm. snorting cocaine. Oh, kill you, Falcone. Yeah. And I uh, extorted her into giving me blowjobs, and he's still oh. upset about it. That oh, was God. years ago. Mm. Come on, Batman mm. villain. Jesus. And shitty tattoos that you think are better than other tattoos. This is really cutting to the You've bone here. <laughs> going to fucking concerts instead of buying a house. You've been Duh. going out, dating girls that probably gave you herpes. Um, Only happened twice. Girls that are hot, but I've been slaying whatever I want, and I could have your. Yeah, <laughs> we might have to rewind that yeah, part. Yeah. So, wait, is he saying that that's a like that's like not a desirable life to be living? Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. So going out to concerts instead of buying a house. Yeah. Um, dating loose women who yeah. might give you STDs here and there. Mm -hmm. And uh, did he mention doing drugs or am I just thinking about that? Are you just thinking about that? All right. Anyway, but I mean, all three of them. Earlier. Yeah. yeah, they all so, three go hand in hand. Yeah. I actually think that's a much more desirable life than being an incel and buying like a couple properties yeah and renting out like an airbnb or whatever it is that you do this guy sounds like the guy who shot up las vegas like but maybe like i think year, he, 10 he, years before he shot up las vegas he reminds me of that kid yeah. who is driving around santa barbara oh yeah shooting women because he's upset round round get around yeah. i get around All so right. we rewind the part where you said something about like slayer okay. you hear that uh, i don't know i've been slaying whatever i want and I could have your girl, and your girl would drop you for me. <laughs> he could slay whatever he wants, meaning he slays that pussy, as, oh, as the kids Okay, said. all right. I thought you yeah. said, like, I listen to yeah. Slayer whenever I want. Yeah. It's like, yeah, so do I. Yeah. But he's, he's saying that he can slay whatever he wants, and that my girl yeah. would drop me in a second oh, yeah. to be with him. Yeah. Wow. Your girl is insecure, and I'm manly. <laughs> Okay. Either that or I could throw like 2,000 bucks at her and she'd just shut you up and be like, she has nothing. Oh my God, 2,000 bucks. 2,000 bucks. She man. would be like, yeah, yeah, like seriously. She'd yeah. be like, oh my God, you are so wealthy. Take yeah, me yeah. away yeah. from this horrible hell that I yeah. live in with D. Simon. $2,000. $2,000. You're going to be like, oh yeah, my God, no. you're going to change this woman's life completely. Yeah. Because that's exactly what she's going to do. Because all women are really impressed by two thousand dollars. True. Holy shit, dude. Um, but anyway, he was saying that. Uh, what was he saying? He was saying something about like how. I kind of lost track. Yeah, well, I, his whatever. voice just kind of makes me stop paying attention. Yeah, it's a very, bunch of, but yeah, yeah, but but it's also kind of kind of like one of those voices. It's just very, like single tone, like very like humdrum. It's just kind of like, and I would slay her. Yeah, and. I'll give her $2,000. She'll come away with me. It's like listening to a dead moth. You know? <laughs> it's like, no. 
It's like listening for nothing. <laughs> just a dead moth. Yeah. But he just has this like, I get, what's the term for that? Just that very like single, just a single tone. There's monotonous. no monotonous, monotony. Yeah. He's got yeah. this monotonous hum to his voice mm. that makes me just kind of like. That's know, why he's like the my dreamy I think place. that's why he's the worst Batman villain. I don't. I, I actually don't remember the genesis of that term. Of but, the Batman villain, yeah, it's something like that. What do you yeah. think he could just speak Batman to boredom that he just yeah. passes out? Yeah, <laughs> he, he just he, he yeah. just him opening his mouth and telling him about how much cooler yeah. and how many more chicks he can slay than Batman. Yeah. Batman just falls asleep. Rob, Robin will get one look at my cave and think it's better than your cave. It might my, my drop you in a second. I could spend like $2,000 in my cave and Robin's going to come and live with me and he's going to be like, D. Simon's a loser. Yeah. <laughs> this guy can actually pay for a couch for me and D. A couch? Has a hairless cat. Yeah. Actually, All right. a lot of women like Batman that. Batman villain help. All right. Well. All right. The, you know, the hairless cat yeah. comment on the end, now that's mm. just pouring salt on the wound, buddy. God. Actually, you know, to be honest, hairless cats, women like that. Yeah. The women like cats. I think I think there's this misnomer that a lot of women, you know, the the basic bitch chick it, on like okay cupid or whatever, yeah. that only like I want to date a man with a with a cat. Mm. There are those type of girls. You probably don't want to date them. But most girls, I've noticed that when uh, when I was on like Bumble and mm. what's the other one? Tinder. Okay, I just had like a picture of me just kind of with Hecubus on my lap. Mm. Tons of girls would write to me about that. I mean, I'll I'll be honest. I've used pictures of me with that cat. With Hecubus? To to start a conversation with women. Yeah. Because they're just like, is that your cat? Yeah, yeah. Like it's a hairless cat. That picture worked, yeah. Yeah. It worked way better than mine. I I also think with it, with having Hecubus on my lap. It's a accessory or something. (laughs) But I think it also distracts from the ugly that is my face. Because they're not looking at my face and like you're going through and critiquing my features. Instead, they're like, that's an interesting animal on his lap. He must be a sensitive man. And by in comparison to this creature, you look rather attractive. Mm-hmm. Mm. So the hairless cat actually works. So women yeah. like that. So Batman villain, that's not gonna that's not gonna be a strike against me there. Okay. Your 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 cat is like the fat friend of pets. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but but that's what I'm saying. It's like I don't think living in L.A., not having a house, shagging goth chicks, doing drugs, and not saving up for a house is a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, whatever, you know. But, hey, you know what, whatever. Maybe in Colorado, I'd be more of a loser than I am in L.A., so right. I don't know. But, yeah, it doesn't bother me, really. Anyway, Batman villain, you just need to learn to chill, man. Yeah. I don't know. I, you I got think zero chill. You have zero chill. You are not at all on fleek. Bro, sir. he's like the opposite of fleek. Yeah. I don't know what, what he's doing over there, no. but, yeah, it's like, come on, dude. Mm. It's all going to be good at the end of the day. And I'm sure you can pay many women to be with you. It's, right. You know, it's fine. Just save up your money. Use that $2,000. Buy a sex worker. Get this out of your system. And maybe you'll meet a real girl one time, yeah. one day, you know? Mm-hmm. That you don't have to buy her a couch for her to love you. Maybe you'll re- be a real boy. <laughs> maybe day. you'll live mm. in an actual reality. I like how he says, like, LA is this, like, interdimensional like world of just- it's just a fucking place like anywhere else you know like wh- yeah, but whatever I, mean, I guess you, you know? could say like i'm in the shallow vapid dimension now it's like okay sure 
Say whatever you want. It's more the west side of LA. Yeah, it's more the west side. LA's a big fucking place, guys. You know what I mean? God. It's a huge city, and each part of it is is very distinct from every other part of it. I'm offended more by the stereotype. This county is bigger than Rhode Island, you know? Yeah, it is, actually. I was reading something about that. Anyway, Batman villain, I think you need to use this hatred and, yeah, like sublimate it into something useful. Maybe make a recording, maybe make a music recording or do like a velvet painting or something. But there's a lot of anger over there. A lot of anger on this other side of the line. And it's not reciprocated because I actually like you. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Become become the fuck boy. (laughs) Embrace your inner fuck boy. Okay. Get rid of the incel. Embrace the inner fuck boy. Mm. Join us. (laughs) The second call we have here is from a woman who says... Men are smelly. They're stinky. Well, sure. Okay. Hey, sick and wrong. The hell was uh, that? that was yeah, a, I've been listening to you. Uh, that, that's that, sometimes people, D, when uh, people get together and they get married, sometimes they have sex, and then a tiny human comes out of the female. Oh. That's that's called a baby. Sometimes okay. people have them. Yeah. You know what I first like thought? a lot of people your age they have them. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what I first thought when I heard that is that she just did a whip it. That's oh. kind of what I sound like when I do whippets. I'm like, eh. uh, or like one of those weird, <laughs> one of those weird porn chicks. It's like, eh, <laughs> or like a Japanese porn. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> to me, it sounded like she just fucking cracked off a whippet, which just like, eh. yeah. Hey, D and Harrison. Ah. Uh. Well, I've been listening to your podcast since the beginning, and I've only just got up the balls to call. It was regarding, was it episode 609, you're talking about sweaty men? Irish? It's funny because Northern I England, men I guess, smell yeah. different. Depends, depends what sort of bloke, I think. The men who tend to drink more beer and eat meat and things like that seem to have a different smell than they do if there's a guy, even if they're fat. Just a guy who's vegetarian and stuff like that. I mean, uh, I remember sort of seeing a guy who was vegetarian, and I don't know, he smelled like boiled vegetables and piss. Um, (laughs) I don't know whether it's certain women are attracted to certain man smells. I don't know whether it's the same for gay fellas. Um, So God knows what you smell like, Dee. Boiled vegetables and piss, apparently. Bigger fellas, big, big, gruff, bear-like type fellas. Um, my boyfriend's quite a big fella, and he's got. I love the smell of him. He's got his little lovely smell. But then some men, ah, they just smell disgusting. I've, I even went out with a guy, and he, uh, he was saying about really sweaty men, and then I went out with a lad who, ah, oh, he just. He just sweated all the time. He would sweat after he got out of the shower. He would. <laughs> Oh, it was just disgusting. Apparently had some sort of weird condition where he's, he couldn't stop sweating. So basically it looked like he was doused in grease all the time. He just looked shiny. So that didn't last more than a week and a half, I must say. Um, oh, it was just it was just absolutely disgusting. You can imagine having sex was like just climbing out of a swimming pool full of sweat. It was just I want to have your abnormally sweaty baby. <laughs> Yeah, it was horrible. Um, but yeah, I, I, hey, if you can make fifty dollars or forty quid a time selling smelly knickers, I'm there. I'd be, I'd be doing it right now, because I'm completely skint. 
as you can hear in the background we've got a baby to feed so that would be really cool if anybody knows of anyone who sets up an etsy account selling used knickers i'd do it tomorrow hey if people are stupid enough to buy that shit then why not get somebody's jollies off all i have to do is post my knickers in the post and get 40 50 quid a time nice one anyway uh hello from yorkshire uh yorkshire. hi harrison yeah. uh love you love you to bits i love your voice it's a shame you're a bit dodgy looking i have seen your facebook page um yes. But, yeah, don't kidnap any kids, eh, Harrison, because you do look a bit dodgy. Anyway, <laughs> speak to you soon. <laughs> I wonder if, it, if, if it's the glasses. I, I was about to say, it's those pedophile glasses. Okay. Like, they're, they're glasses yeah. like Jimmy Savile probably wore. Right, yeah, they are. Yeah, he had glasses. I, yeah. I like them. I get Harrison a lot of will my, fix it. I get a lot of good attention from them. I don't know. I don't know what it is, you know? They're good, you know. They're wow, like that, stupid cats. You know, they're a good conversation starter. You know, I've heard from people that say vegetarian dudes smell different than yeah. regular meat-eating dudes. But I think diet definitely has to has a huge part of how you smell. I mean, what you're eating, what your body's excreting. Oh, yes. I'm assuming if you drink a ton of beer, especially shitty beer, you smoke a lot of cigarettes, you eat like pizza and other shitty food, you're probably going to smell worse than somebody who's on like a, you know, a fucking organic only diet. Yeah, I've heard people who say they don't eat preservatives to claim because to it smell, makes you better. smell better. Claim to smell better. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know if I believe any of mm. that. So I do think maybe I have heard that uh, a lot of women say like guys that have like eat a lot of meat, drink a lot of beer, smoke a lot of cigarettes, their semen tastes terrible. Hmm. As opposed to guys who like lead a slightly more healthier life, their semen tends to taste better. Have you I'm ever heard that? I'm told mine tastes great. And I and I just I'm just constantly shoveling poison into my gullet. But have you ever? How many women have told you that you have a really peculiar smell? Have you ever had that happen? Um, no. Yeah, I don't think I. No. I've never really had that either. Where it's like a girl's like, God, you just smell really weird. But women I can, tell me I smell good all the time, and I'm like, I just I showered this morning, you know. So apparently all I have to do is like shower and which I don't always do. Well, but that's kind of weird too. Like, but, wow, you smell really good today. So yeah. it's like, what do you mean? I smell like shit every other day. Yeah. Like that's kind of a weird thing to say to me. Right. I mean, I, I don't really know what I smell like cause I can't smell anything. So I'm always kind of nervous about that, but I'm assuming I don't smell that bad. I've never had too many girls be like, wow, you smell like shit. Right. You know, and it, I don't know if it has to do with my diet or what, but maybe, but I would imagine, like, this this girl, she could probably make a lot of money off her panties. But the problem is, I've heard you have to post a picture of you wearing them. You heard that? Yes, I have heard that. I was talking to uh, my girlfriend. It makes sense. I was talking to my girlfriend yeah. about this, because she knows a couple girls mm. that are models on Instagram or do some light Patreon type of porn things. And whenever they get approached for their panties, mm. the dudes are like... Well, I want to make sure that you actually wore this pair of panties. Yeah. Of so course. before they, they're not paying 40 quid for you just to send them a pair of soiled panties. Right, yeah. They want to receive those soiled panties, but they also want to receive a picture of you with your face wearing them. Right. So if you're willing to do that, you can make some money. Precisely. Yeah, but if not, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yeah. It's good to know that it is a real human baby and not just her high on whippets. Right. We have one more call to get to. Uh, this guy, this is probably the creepiest call that we've received in a few months. 
I said I was going to call back, motherfucker. I'm back. Um, Harrison, do you ever uh, beat your dick till it's raw? Like, uh, you just go out full Lance Wackerly style and you get the denim on. You tell her to get the denim on. And you just rough it. Are you going to dry hump? No, get the denim. Is he saying get the denim on or get the denouement? Like the <laughs> French word that means <laughs> the ending of the a film. The ending of a film. No, yeah. I'm thinking he's saying you put denim on, yeah. she puts denim on, and then you guys just dry hump till your genitals are raw. That's a particular thing. That's a weird fetish. Okay. Cause he, denim okay. demon. He's just saying like that's that's normal. Okay. Yeah. Go full cows on dick style, like just uh you just gotta go deep, you know. Deep fucking oh rough style. Just wondering. Why is everyone who calls into the show <laughs> Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs? How creepy you know? is that call? Oh my god. Like, this guy is sitting there like, full denim on. How does Harrison yeah. masturbate? You ever just yeah. go rough? Just rough with your denim callous hands? Yeah. How do you do it, man? I think he was... just creepy, He was dude. asking me, she puts her denim on, too, and I put... I think he... Yeah. I think he, he wants the picture of how raw. you jerk off. Yeah. That's what he wants to know. He does not what he asked me. But I think he wants to know that. How do you know what he wants? Did you hear what he said? He said, do you ever put the denim on? She, she he, he said, down. how hard do you beat? Do you Let beat me, All right, hold on. Call back, motherfucker. Up. Oh, just died. Well, no, My he's... My computer died. In the beginning of that call, he's mm -hmm. like, I just want to know how hard you, you masturbate. You beat it. You he beat said, it. How yeah, hard do you beat it? You ever it? beat it till it's raw? And then he said, you put your denim on, and she puts her denim on. I don't know where he's uh, going He's not asking about my masturbation habits. I, I don't know, dude. I think he wonders if you ever beat it till it's raw. I look how you try to put your head into this guy's fucking... Anyway. All, dude, there's some extrapolation going okay, on here. Okay. But I'm saying that I think this guy... Yes, I've beaten it till it's raw. Of course, everyone has. <laughs> but I think this guy sits around thinking about you masturbating, yeah. which is just weird. I don't use denim. <laughs> denim is not involved. Well, what, do you, what do you have, like a denim fleshlight or something? Yeah, I don't know. Like, is that what he thinks? I don't know. I mean, I've, you know, sure, I've masturbated into t-shirts, different articles of clothing. Never anything denim. Cats. You know? Um, but, yeah, but this guy's like, why is this guy wondering about this, though? Like, how often do you ever think about another dude you know masturbating? I mean, I guess I could see if you're listening to this show, you might think of how you or I masturbate. Why? I would not. Yeah. I mean, I listen to plenty of shows, and I'm not sitting there like, oh, how does Joe Rogan jerk We talk beat? about it a lot. Yeah, it's but I'm not think, I don't care. But I, I don't want to no. know like how many times Joe Rogan jerks off. Every now and then I'm, I listen to Gilbert Gottfried's mm, podcast. I'm not sitting here thinking mm, like, does mm. Gilbert Gottfried masturbate into his own mouth? Like, I don't think about that. <laughs> See, I might, I might wonder that. <laughs> I think he masturbates while looking at pictures of Boris Karloff. <laughs> um, you know, like, you know. Uh, oh, Boris. I'm, I'm, every now and then I will think to myself, like, huh. Like when D shoots ropes. <laughs> is, ropes is he now how high do they you know how high do they go you know that is disturbing they, that you can even he, think that yeah i think it's i think it's just, all the time i think it's a weird it. thing always for this guy to be like you know what 
I really, really mm. wonder. I have a burning curiosity about how Harrison masturbates. I'm going to call the podcast mm. and ask him if he wears denim and shoots ropes until it's raw. He's got a weird denim fetish. That's really weird, too. I wonder what happens when he sees like a woman in a Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> You ever see a woman in a Canadian... I saw a woman in a Canadian tuxedo at the Barb Larson Exorcism event. I love that And she was term. actually kind of cute. Canadian tuxedo. Yeah, yeah. Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> I, it, it is odd to me, though. It made me think... At first when I heard this call, I was like, wow, oh, this is exceedingly creepy. Yeah. But then after listening to it, I'm like, is he saying you're wearing your denim, she's wearing your denim, and you're just dry humping? That's what it sounded like. I knew somebody that did that in a car once in high school. Dry humped, and they got he got really sore because she was wearing jeans and he was wearing jeans. And this guy's all just dry humping. This high guy's school? sitting here listening to show, like, eh, eh, fucking <laughs> furiously wanking it. They were both wearing jeans in the car, and <laughs> no, you were he was so turning chafed. this guy was on. <laughs> you know, his, his bell end, his mushroom was all red and flaky they were 501s five i'll never forget their 501s really tight 501s mm. nut oh. hugging 501s <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah that's okay. really weird that's a weird fetish all right well i hope we helped you out there i mean i don't know how often harrison masturbates in his Levi dungarees, whatever the fuck you wear these days. He's doing so much web slinging right now. It's crazy. Wow. This yeah. guy should meet up with a Batman villain because I bet you they both theorize how we masturbate. Don't you think so? Yeah, yeah. What do you think, uh, Batman villain? Well, uh, I think D, you know, he likes to put on Liberace records uh, and <laughs> wear some denim. <laughs> God, that's disturbing. So weird. That is very yeah. disturbing. It's a very disturbing thing. Yeah. Uh, people, you can call Sigmar Hotline, 323-522-4032. We have one email I want to get to real quick, and then uh, we got to wrap up the show. So uh, this this uh, message come in, came into uh, Sigmar Podcast at the hotmail.com address there. It uh, comes in from Amy. She says, hey, Harrison and D, I've been listening to your show since I was 13. That's kind of insane. Yeah. Been a dedicated listener for the last nine years and listened to every episode you've produced. So she's 22 and she's been listening since she's been 13. Okay. God, talk about corruption. Yeah. Man. She was probably just a young virgin and now I don't even know what she is. <laughs> Who knows? I bet you Mike Pence wouldn't even be alone in a room with her. No, probably not. <laughs> Unless mother was there. Yeah. <laughs> She's probably like snorting speed balls in the in a high school classroom <laughs> while fucking dry humping a desk wearing denim. So it's currently twelve thirty AM here in Australia and I haven't slept for three days. She probably was doing that actually. Yeah, yeah. In, sounds like it. An Australian tuxedo. Mm. So here I am, sitting in my underwear, marking year three homework. She's a teacher. Oh. Ready to blow my brains out, and I have a wonderful idea to finally find the time to look into this Patreon you guys have been on about. So I YouTube at first, and as I'm watching the YouTube video, I've realized this is the first time I've actually put a face to the voices I've been listening to for so fucking long. Hmm. And you fuckers were not what I was imagining at all. Uh. I don't know why this is making me so angry, but it is. Uh. Like, like we deceived her right, or something. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know what she was thinking. Yeah, what was she thinking? Yeah, you know, mm. it's like, God, would you, mm. would you think I was Alexander Skarsgård or mm. something? Mm. 
Um, it's going on day four of no sleep. My five-year-old is driving me crazy. My student's homework is driving me suicidal. And I'm on my billionth can of Red Bull. Why is she doing this? Is she on like a fucking How old is like, she? 22. She got a five-year-old? Jesus. Are they still wow. there? They, fo- they drink a lot of fosters over okay, there. Okay, yeah. You know, come on. Right. Cut her some slack. Uh, this email is probably not going to make any sense, and I'm cool with that. I just wanted to know that I feel slightly robbed. Because watching that YouTube video, I could pick the voices. The voices were so familiar and calming. But these two faces were connected to them that shouldn't have been there. Keep it sick, keep it wrong. Maybe change your faces. What does that mean? Does that mean we're ugly? Or does that mean we're so attractive that she can't even handle it? I would say the former. Uh. (laughs) What I'm thinking happened is you get so used to listening to some voices, which is weird Mm. because we've had pictures out on Facebook and all other right. assortment of other sites and sure. areas you can go to. But I'm thinking like she's gotten in the habit listening to the show for nine years for a long time. In her mind, she has a mental image of what we look like. Mm-hmm. And so when she sim- finally like goes on YouTube and sees the video, we're like complete opposite of what she expected. Hmm. You yeah. know, she was like, I thought, D kind of looked like a young, hot Corey Feldman, but instead mm. he looks more like a Danny DeVito type. Right. You know, and mm. she's just totally disappointed. Mm. You know? Right. She's like, I guess I thought Harrison might look a little bit like Jimmy Savile, but mm. with those glasses, <laughs> he really does look like Jimmy Savile. So that might have happened. Well, whatever. Too. I will fix it. <laughs> so. Maybe change your faces. Jesus, Amy. Mm. going to make me suicidal. God. Jesus. She's worse than the Batman villain. Yeah. So harsh. Anyway, people can email the show, singroundpodcast.com. Uh, best way to support the show, hands down, is uh, Patreon. We have a Patreon page. We're releasing a lot of extra content these right. days. There's a lot. Yeah. Um, and you know, the crazy thing about it, I was just looking at it the other day, we're almost like halfway to our goal. We've yeah. had the site up since like mid-September. And we're almost there. We're at like, and people, thank you. You're supporting us. We're almost to our goal. Yeah. Our goal's pretty lofty. I think we might get there eventually. Right. But we're almost at like a thousand bucks a month. It's crazy. Which is going to totally help us to start rebuilding the show. We're already mm-hmm. buying some new equipment. So I yeah. appreciate that. And uh, yeah, keep it going, man. Anytime you sign up, uh, you do have, as long as you're up, up the $5 tier or up, you have access to all the uh, ex- exclusive Patreon-only content. Like we do an extra story. There's a third stories on Patreon. We do outtakes and we do extra phone calls. So go to patreon.com slash sickandwrong and uh, sign up today. Also, we have a red bubble store for Sick and Wrong merch. Just go to sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store and uh, you can buy some old school Sick and Wrong tea designs. Finally here, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week came in from Twisted Firestarter. He sent us an email. He says, hey, Dean Harrison, I hope all is well in the United Trumps of America. Haha. I thought I'd give you a continuity update i've just started seeing someone she's wonderful she's Mm. everything i could ever have dreamed of and now i'm actually happy every second of the day go fuck yourself twisted fire starter (laughs) you know (laughs) fuck Fuck off good on you there buddy good on you the last six months or so have been the lowest period of my life and i've come very close to completely giving it up a couple of times i've tried to find the comedy in my misfortunes and you guys playing my phone calls and laughing along with me has genuinely helped me get through it all. For that, I want to say thank you. I'd like to offer a suggestion for Sick and Wrong Song of the Week, Stink Fist by Tool. 
The song is about the myth that if you put your hand inside someone's anus and slowly work your way up their body, you can touch their heart. Uh, this is supposed to be the most intimate act of love one can express. Sounds pretty sick and wrong to me. Thank you for everything you guys do for us. And if either of you ever feel like you need to chat or anything, just drop me a message. All the best from the other side of the pond. Twisted Firestarter. Postscript here. I want to give my congratulations to Vicky on her new job and offer my support to Niggaface in the war of the racially insensitive nicknames. Mm. I'll be backing you in the election, mate. Okay. So uh, I was all ready to play Stink Fist for you there, Twisted Firestarter, because I'm like, you know what? You've had a lot, you know, a tough six months. You're finally getting back on your feet. You've met a new lady. You know what? You're requesting this song. I'll play it for you. Harrison completely vetoed it. Vetoed He's like, it. we are not playing Tool on the show. And we're I was not like, in the Jesus, business, dude. Yeah, we're not in the business of doing that. You know what I mean? What, would you, not what do you have against Tool? You know what? I, I like Tool. I mean, I liked Tool, right? If sober comes, if I'm somewhere sober comes on, I'll bop along to it. It's a good fucking tune. You know what I mean? Prison Sex is a good song. But you don't endorse Tool? Anima, even that song about the flood, whatever the fuck that is on that on that album. Um, but no. why? Everyone's heard Tool. Are you just saying they're too commercial? What service to play? No, I'm not show? saying they're too commercial. I'm too saying mainstream? it's like, there was a time and a place and it's, and. So if it was 1996. Yeah. It'd be fine. Yeah, or if it was like, you know, if I wanted to impress the girl that I was dating in 2004, you know, we would play, and it was 2004, we'd play Stink Fist, and she'd be like, oh, great. Wow. You should check out Perfect Circle, too, you know? But that's not, no, 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 no. So I think this is uh, Harrison's subtle way of saying, expand your musical horizons. I like the Beatles, but I'm never going to sit around and listen to the Beatles anymore, because I've done it. It's done. Okay, I'm not gonna revisit it. So if you know? he were, if he was like, "Hey, I got a suggestion here for song of the week: Yellow Submarine" by uh, the Beatles, would you have the same I'd reaction? Have the exact same reaction. Actually, the same same yeah, thing. Exact right. same reaction. Doors. Yeah, no. People but- <laughs> used to call into my obscure psychedelic radio show that I did in in um, in New York for years, where I'd play obscure glam rock, psych rock, proto metal, and they'd request the Doors. And I'm like, you fucking kidding me? Do, do you have Even a, if I liked the Doors, I do wouldn't play the Doors. you have LA Woman? Yeah. You have that, LA Woman? It's my favorite psych rock song. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I gotta say, I kind of agree with you. But by playing Stink Fist and endorsing Stink Fist here on the show, we're gonna allow all our other listeners who like, like, Three Doors Down or Puddle of Mud yeah. or any other band that was popular in that era to start suggesting music from it that time. It sets a dangerous precedent. Do you guys like you know? System of a Down? Yeah. Because I have a couple songs from them that I'd like to hear at the end of the show. And what, it'd be one thing if, if Twisted Firestarter was still in the pangs of fucking in the throes of misery, but now he's a lovey-dovey. Everything's great. And oh, this Tool song reminds me of my love and my deep love that I'm experiencing now. You know what? You don't need a song. You don't need us to play you a song. <laughs> I need a song. I need fucking everything. You know. So, so Harrison vetoed this. He has yeah. the veto power. I do. He vetoed the song, and here's his su- suggestion instead that he wants to dedicate to Twisted Firestarter. This is a holiday <laughs> song done by Tiny Tim. It's called Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. So there you go, Twisted Firestarter. Santa Claus has got the AIDS. This year by Tiny Tim. That's how we do. That's how we do. <laughs> doesn't even sound like Tiny Tim. It doesn't, yeah. No, it doesn't. Anyway, yeah. we're going to end the show with that one. People, we'll be back next week with episode 613. Till then, take it, Susie.
Uh, you know, I called to say something, but I don't think I'm drunk enough, so I'll call you back in a little bit. Uh, it's going to be good.